Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello there. Welcome to today's episode with me, Shane Craddock. This is The Inner Edge. Uh, And today we're going to talk about good distractions. How to use distractions in your favor, because obviously we're living in the age of distraction. And from my point of view, most distractions are bad. Um, And also they're not really conscious or deliberate. So you can actually use distractions, believe it or not, to improve your life and to improve your business and your professional career, whatever that is. I am um, recording this just after a community hike, the first one that we've done here for people, I suppose, who know me or listen to this podcast. Uh, some of the people who do listen to the podcast were there, so hello. We had about 24, 25 people uh, in the beautiful hills of Glendalock. We had an ecologist walk with us on the hike, and we most people didn't know each other, so it was actually a great day. And something had occurred to me uh, the night before the hike, something to do. And because I had asked myself a question, what can I do to kind of add the, add some value to this hike, make it productive? And what was interesting was, so this idea came to me, this is the way that I deliberately will put questions to my mind to try and get some assistance from my any creative team my inner creative department, which I talk about in the book, The Inner CEO. And some of the people, well, actually pretty much everybody, when I was talking to them on the hike, had said to me a version of, you know, God, my inner voice was kind of saying to me, do I really need to go on this walk? There's loads of things I could be doing. And if I'm honest, my inner voice was saying the same thing. But because I'm the host, clearly I had to turn up. And (laughs) I was glad I turned up because every time I ignore my inner voice for something like that, go out into nature for a few hours and not just that afterwards, have some lunch with people, you just get distracted in a healthy way. And afterwards you think, you know, that was a good use of time. But it becomes an even better use of time when you deliberately distract your inner voice. And I want to share with you an idea that I did with the people on the hike and, and just talk a little bit more about even how that works. And so the key point I'm sharing today is that if you use distraction deliberately or consciously, you can make your life and your professional life a lot easier and better. Now, as I said earlier, we do live in the age of distraction and bad distraction will be, you know, just continuously checking in on emails, even entertainment, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus, alcohol, uh, sex food i mean everything in moderation because all of things are things all of those things are very powerful very useful but if we're continuously looking at our phones all the time facebook social media whatsapp messages it's just relentless and what i've seen myself for my clients for myself is that a busy mind is bad for business and a busy mind is very bad for life because it robs you of the ability to be present but it also robs you of something else an innate creativity and expert problem solver that you have inside yourself because it's built in. Now, 
Here's the other thing in terms of a hike. Okay, fair enough. We're getting out into the fresh air. But just because you're on a hike doesn't mean you're mentally present. And I was aware that some people were finding it difficult perhaps to unwind. But by the end of the hike, most people were more present than when we'd started. But you can also be in a hike and talking to somebody or just locked in your own thinking. And you kind of go in and out of being fully present. Now, what I did at the very start of the hike was I had a box, which was it just filled with pens and some A6 cards. And I gave everybody a pen and a card and said, listen, have a think about a problem you'd like to solve in your work or your life. Or think about a, think about a goal that you're trying to uh, achieve and you're looking for ways to get there quicker or to solve some issues around getting to that goal. And so they wrote that down. And then I said, look, convert it into a question. Turn that into a question. So it could be anything. You know, how can I find a lieutenant that I can delegate 50% of my work to? That's a nice question. Or what's the best way, the healthiest way to lose half a stone in the next two months? I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But the thing about your mind is that it is like a missile. It's one of its capacities or one of its innate traits. It moves towards what you're focused on. So it loves questions, especially your unconscious mind, which is the deeper part of your mind. So what I was suggesting was think about a big problem or a big goal, write it down, turn it into a question. And once it's on the card, fold it up, put it into your pocket and completely forget about it. Get into a conversation with somebody on the hike, smell the nature, take in what you're seeing, just get out of your mind stewing on a problem. Because you know the way it can be, especially when you, if you're in business in particular, or it could be anything, that you can just get consumed with thinking about the problem. And it mightn't even be at the front of your mind, it's at the back of your mind, which is actually really the problem. Now, there's a very well-known guy in the States called Dr. Herbert Benson. Um, at one point, he was the associate professor of medicine in Harvard Medical School. And he was a best-selling author and researcher he wrote a great book called The Relaxation Response, and then another not as well-known book called The Breakout Principle. Very interesting books. The Breakout Principle in particular, I thought was quite interesting from my perspective because it was looking at trying to understand, in a way, the Eureka Principle is what he called it as well, where you know you kind of get those Eureka moments. You're out walking or exercising, out hiking, and all of a sudden, boom, you get the idea, the solution. And he was researching this in connection with some of the work that he'd previously done around the relaxation response, which is all about understanding how things like meditation and relaxation, mental relaxation in particular, how they give huge mental, mental and health benefits, physical health benefits. But in the breakup principle, what he discovered was that to kind of get that eureka moment, you could actually be more deliberate about it. The key thing was to find some way to break the underlying patterns of thought. So the, other, the underlying pattern of thought in this case could be, you know, worrying about a problem or trying to just get consumed with how do I find the way forward? And without realizing it, it's just there all the time. And if you can break that pattern, stop that level of intense thinking after a period of time, you allow the deeper part of your unconscious, the more creative, intuitive, really fast-solving part of yourself to kick in and deliver uh, what he would call a breakout, or I might call it a mind shift, or you might call it a eureka moment. Now, I think his research at that time was pointing to something inside us all that's there, it's universal, which is there's a deep capacity inside you and me 
in the deeper part of ourselves, the deeper part of our minds to solve problems and present us with solutions because that deeper part of our unconscious works at a hugely faster rate than our puny conscious minds. Some research I saw said even 10,000 times faster. There's a quote that's attributed to Einstein that goes something like, I think 99 times and find nothing. I stop thinking, swim in silence, and the truth comes to me. That's a very smart dude, and I think he's pointing to the same thing. So even for me, I wrote down a specific question on the hike, and halfway through, we paused uh, the walk, the hike, and I said, take it out again, and just write down anything that comes to mind. And if nothing comes to mind, that's fine too. But for me, as I looked at the card, two things popped into my mind that hadn't been there before, and they're quite useful in terms of me making progress on solving that particular problem that I wrote down. Because we all have problems. You know, life is about solving problems. So let's use the deeper part of our minds to help us solve those problems. I think I've mentioned um, in another podcast about a client, I've certainly written about this in my book, The Inner CEO, about a client who was coming on my annual retreat called Thrive. And he had booked in, normally would be coming into it all excited, ran me up a couple of days before it started and said, I can't go. And I said, why? He said, because I've got two big problems and it's just not right for me to go and I'm, and I'm consumed with them and I just, I just can't give the time. Um, and that was okay, except I said, look, why don't you just come for the first day, first evening, stay for dinner, relax, and then go home, which is what he did. And But we somehow managed, to maybe to what we were talking about, and maybe the content, we obviously distracted his mind. And he felt more relaxed, which was the key bit, key bit, mental relaxation away from the intense problem-solving thinking. Get away from it. How do you do that? You have your own way of doing it. It could be running. It could be exercise. It could be sea swimming. All of these ways are good ways to distract your mind. But you can make them even better by being more deliberate about them. Anyway, in that case, that guy stayed for the whole event because he realized, you know what, I'm just going to stay because I feel good here. I'm with like-minded people. And stayed for the event. Enjoyed it. That's not where the magic happened, though. Two days after the event finished, he was home, gone back to work. He ran me up, he ran me up excited after a second day of work back from the event, from the retreat, and said, listen, I just want to let you know that I've actually just solved the two big problems that have been around for six months. They've been with me for six months, Shane. But I woke up this morning, and just there in my mind was the solution to the two problems, two different solutions, two different problems. And both problems had not been solved. I can't tell you the amount of time and effort and anguish and worry that's been going on inside me. Now, that's a true story. And I think if you reflect on it, at some point in your life, at different points, something like that has happened to you. And this is what I think is really cool is that, you know, you can you can turn around and make a hike, for example. I'm not selling the hike. It could be anything. It could be you just going for a run today or a walk or just doing something that actually makes you laugh or smile, get away from thinking about your problem. You know, sometimes it's just enough to realize, hang on a second here, I'm thinking about this problem too much. I'm too concerned about this. I need to get away from it. Now, a lot of the time, you, most people find it difficult to be deliberate like that, but it's possible. What usually happens is something like a hike, um, and I've, I've no doubt, or something that just they do that just... Could be playing tennis, it could be anything that you like, and you just do it, and every now and again, boom, you get that eureka moment. Why? Because it's just built into you. You're wired that way. That's the bit that I find fascinating. Now, 
If I should mention this before we get into some questions for you, two things. If you've been thinking of doing something with me over the last while, and I know some people, some people have, but just for whatever reason think, oh, the time isn't right. How about think about joining me in the next couple of weeks? Um, we start a program the 19th of February, 2024. It's a signature program with me called MindShift. It's a game changer. It's eight weeks virtually. You can do it from anywhere in the world. Basically, the output is you get an expanded skill set for how to succeed in the digital age. And part of it is what I just talked about today, which is how do you switch off the underlying patterns inside your mind, as well as things like your time, building purpose, building energy, building your state and becoming a state champion. This particular one is the second year running. It's a unique collaboration with Gary Fox. If you don't know Gary, you should check him out. Award-winning podcaster on the Entrepreneur Experiment and really interesting work done by Gary. He's just very interesting, actually, and a great interviewer. Gets really to the nub of entrepreneurs, how they think, how they work. And we've redesigned MindShift so that leaders who are interested in entrepreneurial thinking, it's not just for entrepreneurs. If you want to leverage yourself, you do need to think more like an entrepreneur in the, in the coming decade, without a doubt. So I'll put the link in the show notes, um, and that is that. And the second thing is that a few people on the hike mentioned to me that they listen to the podcast, which is fantastic. What I should say to you is if you like the audio format, I don't think everybody knows, but I did recall, record an Audible version of the Inner CEO book, which is available on Audible, and it's doing quite well. And I've added in bits that weren't in the written book, because, as you might have guessed, I kind of enjoy the audio format. So if you like the podcast, do check out the Audible version of um, of the book, The Inner CEO. I'll put both links in the show notes. So questions. Think about a problem that you're keen to solve. Or maybe something connected to a goal. Maybe it's the next next part of that step. And turn it into a question. Take that question and write it down somewhere. It could be a little notebook or a card, like I suggested. But think about the question and kind of make a kind of outcome focus, positive outcome focus. It could be, for example, I don't know, it could be how do I get sales to X level? How do I how do I solve this? team problem so that my team starts to become a higher performance team? How do I improve my state? How do I learn how to calm my mind? Like it could be literally anything that's important to you, but write it down, turn it into a question and then deliberately find a way to get away from it mentally. And every so often come back to the notebook or that card and write down something and have an expectation that at some point over the coming time, you can't force it, you can't get frustrated with it. But at some point, if you're writing down a question and looking back and refining that question, make sure it's very clear, you will get answers that will help you in that journey to solving the problem or whatever that question is, guaranteed, because you're harnessing something inside you that has that just innate capacity for creativity and intuition. And again, go back to that quote from Einstein, I think 99 times and I find nothing, I stop thinking, swim in silence, and the truth comes to me. Now, silence is another way to me of saying you stop, as Dr. Herbert Benson said, you stop that previous pattern of thinking. So if you're concerned about something, find a positive way to relax your mind by deliberately distracting it. That's it for this week. Ciao for now.